Life's a pot of boiling hot water, and you either are a carrot, an egg, or a coffee bean. And when carrots get thrown into the pot of boiling water, they become real soft, right? They let the environment change who they are. Eggs, their insides change, and they become all hardened to what's going on. But a coffee bean stays the same and changes the color of the water. And it's the it's the goofiest little fable. They tell a story. <laughs> I, I remind that to myself and my family, my daughters, my, my students, my athletes. Anytime something doesn't go our way, all we can really do is be the champion we need to be and then change the environment around us as best we can. And I'm not saying I can solve global politics because of this mindset, but 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 that's the whole point. I yeah. can't. So I can just change myself. And who I interact. Hello, friends. Welcome to the Low Fidelity Podcast. I'm your host, Rizwan Javed. My guest today is Paul Richmond. Paul is the teacher and coach you wish you had in high school. For the past eight years, he has led a public high school program called New Visions, Innovation, Leadership, and Business, in which his students learn entrepreneurship. Paul is also an author and co-host the podcast Anecdotes for Success, which helps people take the steps to succeed through truth, meaning, trade-offs, and perspective. So I'm really excited about uh, our conversation, and let's get to it. Welcome to the show, Paul. Well, thank you, Rizwan. Thanks for having me on. Uh, it's it's a blast when I'm on this end of it instead of the one asking all the questions. So, so I'm excited. Yeah, that's uh, that's one one yet. So uh, it's definitely uh, you know getting to a whole nother level when you're on the other side of the worries. No worries. Um, yeah. So if you uh, could uh, just talk a little bit about uh, you know how you your career, you how you got to. Uh, where you are right now and you know how you got in mindset um you know you're talking about mindset and how you got into it sure so it's my past been been fun and and that's one of my my taglines always is that your mind sets your path so i i was going to grow up to be a professional golfer and with no disrespect, I'm I'm sitting here on the podcast with you today. So I fell I fell professional <laughs> golfer. Uh, it was a means to an end. It, it it helped pay my way through college. I I played in Florida for a little while, and the the lessons and the mindset I had to have to to compete at a high level in that sport, I feel started setting my path. Else I did. Uh, so when I got through with that, I I started a, a brief career in finance for two years because I I had a business college. Uh, and again, part of my path and my journey with my mindset is I just didn't feel the purpose and the meaning behind what I was doing. I mean, I was helping some people. I had a nice job. So I actually went back to get my master's in education and take a few more courses. And I completely pivoted and shifted gears and became an educator. So fast forward 26 years now, I've, I've successfully been a teacher, a high school teacher, I've coached various different high school sports. And again, I feel like my mind set my path to the rest of my journey. And all those lessons I learned in golf carried over to my career in finance. And then all my all those lessons carried over when I tried to 
when I eventually pivoted to have to go back to school at nights to become an educator. And then I, we can get into it a little later in the podcast. Some of the stuff I've compiled together and packaged together has in turn helped my students and, and athletes and, and even my own two kids with, with mindset. So I, I feel like I've, I've often have people ask me if it's something, if there's anything I go back and change. And I mean, that, that's a trick question because you want to say yes, but I feel like everything that happened is where I am today. So, so the, the short answer, oh yeah, I'd, I'd like to change some things, but the long real world complex answer is absolutely not. I, I, th- I think I'm exactly where I need to be. So, yeah, um, you know, we, it's easy to say, oh, I wish I had done this. I wish, you know, you can, you can fall into that, you know, where you are now and what we have and where we, you know, how we are is the result of all those experiences before. And if those weren't there, you know, it's, it's, it's good to appreciate what you've gone through, but you know, this is where you are. Um, and absolutely. And it's funny. Uh, I'm, I'm 49. I'll be, I'll be 50, uh, in April. And, uh, I have a lot of friends like, why aren't you slowing down? Like this should be the time you start wrapping things up and get ready to sell off into the sunset. And I really feel like I'm just getting started with a lot of things. And that's exciting. We, we talked about before, I think you started recording that it's, it's all those things you want to do and, and all the things in life that find the meaning that really sustain your growth as a person. And, I just, I get up every day, just ready to roll and excited. And fortunately for me, I I love my teaching job. And, you know, we can talk a little bit about that later with what I do with students. I'm in a pretty unique situation. So, uh, yeah, I feel like I'm just getting started. There's no slowing down, right? Nice. Yeah, no, that's a, that's pretty, uh, that's a pretty cool feeling when you feel like, okay, this, I'm actually just getting started. Um, Everything is making sense. And, you know, like I'm, and, you know, even for me, I feel like I'm just coming into myself and becoming who I, I am or I have always, you know, wanted to be. You know, it's, you know, from an active, it's, a, you know, it's, you know, 48, I'm 48. And so I wish it was earlier, but this is where I am. This is, like you said, the and now this is what we're, you know, we're enjoying this moment and this time. And so the best use of it is is key. Do you feel, so I, I feel there's something to be said about having a story and, you know, because of our ages, we, we have stories. So when I say we're just getting started, it's, it's time to share what we do and sure. pursue interests related to that. And I think that's, I think that's lost sometimes in social media that you have a lot of youngsters coming on telling you the way and the path and the right way to do things. <laughs> Well, there's no right way. Success isn't linear, but we can look back and and it, I tell my students this. Sorry for the little ramble that oh, no. I know. I know it's hard for you to listen to me at 18 years old, but but I, there's there's one fact. I've been your age. You've never been my age. So you know, listen to me. At least funnel it through. Take some good or bad out of it, but but don't just dismiss it because we've we've lived your age. You haven't lived our age yet. So. I think that's what's fun about what we're doing and coming into our own, that we're taking our stories and starting to evolve from it. Yeah, and I think that's a great way to put it, put it when you're trying to convey these ideas to younger is, you know, not just saying, okay, do this, do this, do this, because I, you know, because I'm older. It's because you, you know, you have the experience 
you you know you've been through that and you know you give the you give the, because of the experience that you have not just because of you so i think that's a great way to to put it um and you also talked about mindsets uh, you know as your mindset changed from you know, when you started golfing and then you went into the mindset you, you took the mindset with you, even though your situation changed, your, the context changed, but the mindset followed you and helped you perform at your best. Or mindset is, is, I think, the basic building block that we all are alive. Yeah, and because the one thing I've learned, whether, again, whether I was playing golf or whether my career in finance or teaching or students or as, uh I have that mindset identifier that that I shared with you. And listen, I, I'm not saying I've reinvented the wheel or anything. I just like the way I've packaged it. That that it dawned on me. My great grandfather always used to tell me, and uh, I thought that was interesting. Say is <clears throat> there are people that solve problems. There's people that cause problems. There's people that create problems. So problems, it doesn't really have to be associated as a bad thing because some people naturally just find a way to to get through all their problems. And then I got thinking, you know, yeah, that's a great point. And I have a perfect track record of getting through every bad day in my life, right? I'm, I'm a big John Gordon fan. I don't know if you've heard of John Gordon. I, I love John Gordon and a lot of his books. And one of the things he gets to say is you get to experience each day. You don't have to experience each day. So I'm like, all right, no more bad days. There's just tough days for me. Like you, you have really tough days and we're, we're, we're sometimes excited when the day gets reset. But but the, the point is I survived it. I can learn from it. I can move on. And it dawned on me that a lot of people don't ever get past that. Right. They so they don't solve problems. They cause problems and then they don't do anything about it. So that's how I came up with the the four areas of the, the mindset identifier. And it, it and it's it's twofold. I use it because I like to identify people around me so I know what I'm dealing with. And then sometimes I get caught up in one of the sections of it or one of the quadrants and I have to recognize, whoa, whoa, quit whining, and quit being toxic. The worst is when my students or my athletes call me on it. They're like, coach, quit whining. All right. All right. You got me. I'm like, darn it. But, but deep inside, I'm super happy that they, they figured that out. And you know, it's, so it's almost like a mindset accountability chart, a, Nice. Mindset an identifier chart for your own environment, for your own actions. And it, I take that everywhere I go. I have it hung in my classroom. I have it hung in my basement. I made little business cards I hand out to the kids when they when they uh, nice. are going through some tough times. I'm like, hey, just remember you have this. So it's 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 growing. It's it's been a blast fun. Yeah, you, you talk the mindset identifier is this chart that has and um can you talk about um, how it's set up? Sure. So again, the, the, the right and left side are you either solve problems or you cause problems. And then mired in that is, is you either take action when you cause or solve a problem or you take no action. And so there's, there's four, four types of people that I identify either I identify and react to and, and respond to, or sometimes I get caught up in one of these temporary situations. So if I'm a problem causer or I don't ever work to get through a problem and then I don't do anything about it, 
uh, I categorize that person as a whiner. And, uh, you know, they don't want help. They just blame. They lack confidence. They have no clear purpose. And then the, the worst part is they don't really have probably a support structure. So they don't have a way to climb out of being a whiner. Uh, and then, <clears throat> excuse me, if, if you cause problems and you, maybe you understand it, maybe you don't, but you at least try to do something about it, but you, you, you create larger problems, I call you a toxic person. Uh, a lot of times that's the so-called victim mindset. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me. And I think toxic people are selfish and I think their mindset's contagious because they thrive best when they can get people to, to, to ally with them. And they, they, they can create the environment where everybody starts thinking like they do, almost like a mob mentality. And again, you blame, you form negative alliances and you have a support staff, but unfortunately it's a support, uh, a support system, sorry, but you have a support system where they're following your lead and you just keep things get worse and worse and worse. So the toxic person, the whiner, uh, usually toxic people attract whiners. Usually toxic people will try to uh, attract positive people and bring them to their realm. But, you know, you've, you've heard it. I deal with it in high school a lot. Sometimes people just love to be around drama and they love yeah. to create drama. It's, it's almost, it's almost what they thrive off of. And, and so that's the side of the, 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 the quadrants. Those are the two quadrants I try to stay away from. So now you have you back to the problems. You have people that cause problems and solve problems. Uh, if you understand there needs to be a solution to a problem, maybe you know the solution, but you don't do anything about it. As far as I'm concerned, you're just a dreamer. Uh, dreamers, dreamers aren't bad because they're positive. They want to improve. They want to grow, but they just usually lack confidence and they definitely lack support from others. And so that leads me to the final part of the quadrant, the champion. And the champion's the type of person that, that looks to solve problems. They look to find solutions to problems. And most importantly, they do something about it. And, and really, if you're a dreamer and you find yourself around a lot of champions, that'll probably help you in the long run. Mm -hmm. And the champions and toxic people just don't mix because a champion will call them out on it. And then the toxic yeah. person will, will go further into a downward spiral to try to uh, lambaste their character or, or, you know, do anything on social media to distract them. Wow. And I have, <clears throat> I, I often, people often ask me what, what a champion is. And I'll share this acronym with you, if you don't sure. mind. Yeah, yeah. So a champion, uh, each letter stands for something. So champion is, is curious about learning. They're humble with achievement. They advocate for others. They make the best of all situations. They promote their cause. They influence those around them. They overcome adversity. And they never give up. I can send you a picture of that, too, sure. if you don't. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and uh, I'll include this in the uh, show notes as well. Okay, the the graph so that people can uh, download and gives up, never gives up. Nice, you know, because because that's really it. Like, to think you're going to get through life without failing, yeah. Uh, to me, that just means you're not trying hard enough. So, it, and, but in society today, whether it's Facebook as a parent or Twitter. Everybody likes to always flex and show their gains and show show all their successes. Nobody yeah. really posts their failures, but behind the scenes, all successful people are failing, right? 
They're yeah. challenging themselves. Exactly. But if you don't give up, it's just a lesson. If you give up, then it's a failure. So Good that's point. why I included that with the champion acronym. I know I've just spit a lot out at you. I apologize for that. No, no. This, you know, I mean, I can see myself in the in those quadrants as well. And uh, you know, um, you know, thinking about things and not doing doing anything, and you know, and just living there, and you know, hoping and wishing. There was no action. Um, like I wanted to do. I mean, I had good intentions, but. It's just Nebian, but, uh, you know, <laughs> you know, go, going over to that quadrant where I'm act- actively uh, solving the problems and taking charge instead of sitting back and being uh, in, in the audience seat, I'm actually uh, up on stage taking action, taking charge. Um, and so I think we, we can all use guide to, you know, to do our best and to see where we are, where we want to be, and then make that change happen. Yeah, those, those are great points. And, and, you know, about being a champion, that that's what I like to reiterate. It's, it's hard to be a champion hundred percent of the time, but when I read that acronym to myself, I try to consistently be a champion, mm-hmm. right. And hit most nice. of those points. Uh, we had a snowstorm two weeks ago and I think I fell into the, the, uh, Weiner mindset. <laughs> yeah, my my wife had to remind me. It's like we live in New York. You know that's going to happen. And so, th- the important part about being a champion is recognizing when you fall into those other other quadrants and and identifying others. And you know, I tell students and athletes all the time that you're stuck in the school. You're I don't want to say stuck, but you're in the school yeah. you're in because of where you live, or yeah. you're on the sports team because of the high school you go to. And instead of complaining and whining and being toxic with your teammates and fellow peers in the classroom, if you can identify how they're acting, then more the reason to follow the champion mindset and and just try to change their environment a little. Yeah. And it, it, it's it's hard. It's it's hard for me at 49. It's hard for somebody at 16, 17, 18 years old. But when you keep reminding yourself about that, you you start living how you think, right? And, yeah, and I'll exactly. go back to the very beginning where your mind sets your path. Yeah. Oh. And, and and back to John Gordon, my favorite author, he has a book called The Coffee Bean. It's a, it's a real quick story. And I used to give out a, we've given out a coffee bean necklace at the end of every volleyball match. So life's a pot of boiling water. This is the, this is, it's, it's a long story. I'll break it sure. real down real quick. Life's a pot of boiling hot water. And you either are a carrot, an egg, or a coffee bean. And when carrots get thrown into the pot of boiling water, they become real soft, right? They let the environment change who they are. Eggs, their insides change and they become all hardened to what's going on. But a coffee bean stays the same and changes the color of the water. And it's the, it's the goofiest little fable. They tell a story. (laughs) I, I remind that to myself and my family, my daughters, my, my students, my athletes, anytime something doesn't go our way, all we can really do is be the champion we need to be and then change the environment around us as best we can. And I'm not saying I can solve global politics because of this mindset, but, but, but that's the whole point. I can't, so I can just change myself and who I interact with. So love the coffee bean mentality. And I, you know, I, I joke, I think John Gordon 
came up with that idea after seeing my mindset identifier. But I, <laughs> I'm sure, I'm if, sure. If you would ever listen, I know that's not the case. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I love coffee, uh, and so any uh, you know references to coffee, I, I'm all I'm all in. You, you you know those examples are great to think about. You know how are you affecting yourself and others around you, and you know how are you taking in the the chaos of the world and how how do you react you know are you or are you you know going with the wind or you know uh, are, are you affect being affected by it and uh, yeah, yeah and you know it's funny i'm not a psychologist by any means i don't study human behavior except for what i've observed i mean maybe you could say i'm an expert because i've taught for 26 years sure yeah <laughs> definitely but but I don't know why some people choose to be negative. I don't know why some people choose to not do anything about it. So I just try to identify it and and react and adjust and adapt based on what I see. Maybe I can spend time helping that person or maybe that person's a lost cause and I have to move on. A lot of it, dep- I mean, I wouldn't say that to a team member on my team that you're a sure. lost cause, but they might get cut because of it, right? Before the yeah. season even started. Uh I'm a public school teacher, so for the most part, my students are my students, so I invest a lot of time, but at some point, there's really no helping until they want to be helped as well. You can just keep throwing this stuff out there, and that's why the chart's equally as important to identify that, and all right, I'm trying to help them. They don't need it or want it or think they need it. Yeah, I'm going to adjust according to what I see and still live my life and be positive. Sure. Yeah. I keep going back to that. The, The chart works both ways. Yeah, and I think uh, you know, even you're applying this in in your um, your context of school and students. This can be applied in the business world as well, because we're working. We have um, team team members who could be in different parts of that quadrant as well, and um, and how to even you know like influence them to move over to another quadrant that we you know that works better for the team ideally the champion but um to bring that into the business world as well because it's the same apply everywhere um you know you have your team idea team team teams in schools yeah business um or at your work so a great way to see well that's a great point. You know, it's funny because when when you when you're a teenager and think everybody's for or against you or you don't work well with people or you find yourself being a leader and working well with people, I tell my students, you're going to have the same dynamic in the business world. So the sooner you learn to do something about it, right, or identify it, probably the better off you're going to be. And you'll create a resume where you might have choices to go to a different company or be part of a different team or rise to the top. And if not, you'll just end up. Yeah, exactly. You, you can change teams. You can go to a different company, but you, you, if you don't solve those, those problems or those things within you, they're going to carry with you to the other. And so, like you said, you can, we only have control over ourselves. And so this is, you know, we need to turn the lens on ourselves and see where we are and adjust accordingly. And so uh, just check and keep a check on our, on where we are. Um, 
the other thing I was thinking about is, you know, we sometimes we fall down and you talked about this, like sometimes we move into another quadrant, but sometimes, you know, life happens, we get, you know, um, down on our, down on ourselves and we beat ourselves up and we become, you know, say the whiner and because of the situation we're in and, and maybe it's a long period of time and, you know, that has its own effects. But this is, uh, again, another way to check where you are, where you need to go, when you need to be. And so this is definitely a good reminder to you know, move towards that, towards that. Yeah, you know, and, and that's why when I look at that acronym for champion, you, you try to consistently be that. But <clears throat> we're humans. We're naturally going to have moments where we whine. Yeah. Uh, and I call it venting sometimes. If you have a close inner circle, uh, <clears throat> both my daughters uh, play, well, one's still playing sports collegiately, but, you know, we, we came from a household where athletics were just a way of life and everything we did, you can learn a lot from them. Yeah. But when there's bad days or bad moments or things don't go your way, we used to have what we called a, a five minute bitch fest. So okay. it was just our family. And we could vent or say whatever was on our mind or bothering us, almost like uh, turbo whining for five minutes. And then <laughs> then we'd have the intervention with the family. We'd set a timer and be like, time's up. Now it's time to move on. Because I right. think you have to you have to have a release valve, right? Like a hot water yeah. tank has a release valve. Any type of mechanical structure has a release valve. So yeah. it, it can even be used to that extent where you have your release, but hopefully you're around other champions where they pull you back out of and say, yeah, I think that's, that's a critical part is having the, because to be able to uh, go to the next, to another quadrant to the champion quadrant, if you're a dreamer, if you're around champions, then you have, it's more likely that you move into that quadrant. And so it's really important to surround yourself with people who are think like that. Absolutely. I mean, I think it's safe to say we all have these four characteristics within yeah. us. So yeah. so we try to spend as little time possible with the negative characteristics and sure. and and, and uh, work best with people in in the positive characteristics. So, yeah, that that's the point I was trying to get you very well said. Yes. Yeah, no, I think uh, what I'll do is once you send it to me, I'll uh, I'll put it up on my wall just as a as a good reminder daily, you know, this is, you know, just do a quick check. Where am I today? <laughs> where am I before every interaction with uh, other people? And, you know, just a good, you know, a approach each interaction as a champion instead of one of the other quadrants. Again, it's, it's a continual work, but when you have something, a little cheat sheet or a guide or something yeah. to look at every day, it's, it's the same how writers journal all the time, right? Yeah. So they're, they're going to have days where they don't have good ideas, but they're going to have lots of days where they have real good nuggets of information. So I think it just keeps me consistent personally. Sure. Yeah. There, can be. Yeah. Yeah. Are there any techniques um, that you use to kind of work your way through the, these quadrants? Um, any uh, strategies that you use? The best one is having a good support staff. Uh, if I get in any of the, the negative quadrants, my wife's the first one to call me out on it. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> and, and, and my to groan. Uh, I look at it every morning 
I'm not going to lie and say I stare at it for 10 minutes, but <laughs> when, when I get up and have my coffee, I have a chair in my front room, turn the light on before I even turn my computer up. I look at the mindset chart oh, wow. and that's kind of all I need, really. Yeah. You, you know, true. because it puts me in that right mindset. And then I don't always do it at the end of the day. I should do it more. At the end of the day, I try to think, how, how did I do today? You know, was yeah. I a champion? Uh, two weeks ago in a basketball game, I, I yelled at a ref pretty bad. So I, I yeah. wouldn't call that. They deserved <laughs> it. No, <laughs> but, but deep inside, I get mad at myself when I reflect because that didn't solve any problem. It just yeah. it just caused the problem. But but I had one of my players tug me on the, the pant leg on the bench and I, I stopped real quick. And when the person came over, I actually apologized to the official. And maybe we got a few calls after that. Like, so yeah. I'm not perfect. I, I know I use a lot of sports analogies with it. Uh, it's it's just so powerful if you just look at it and reflect yeah. on it for a minute. No, I mean, I think sports psychology has to offer us, you know, with mindsets and transfer those, um, those ideas to the business world, to, uh, to life. And so, so uh, yeah, I, I mean, that's one area I, I, I want to explore is because, you know, when you're, when the stakes are high and you need to perform, that's when your matters, you know, how, how do you show up? How do you approach uh, your work, your thoughts? Um, how do you interact with, uh, you know, all that, you know, there's no boundaries between life where it's all, it's all, um, you know, fluid. And so what you pick up in one area, you can apply in another area. And mindset is one of those things that. Yeah. And, you know, regardless, whether it is sports or the business world or life or parenting or family, it, it shouldn't be a winner take all mentality. Yeah. When you surround yourself with people like you, that there's a reason in a sporting event, even the Super Bowl after the game, both teams are hugging and congratulating each other. Somebody won, of course, but there's the respect there and the long-term growth that happens with both parties. And really, same in the business world. You, you, can, you can be a very successful business person, not by stomping on everybody and take a winner-take-all mentality, but by lifting others up and helping them. And to me, again, that's what a champion's all about just surrounding yourself with people and promoting their cause, your own cause, never giving up and understanding there's going to be adversity. So, yeah. yeah. It, um, do you have the, you have another a acronym, um, you know, which is the whole champion mindset. Can you talk about how, you know, how you came up with that and uh, what, what that is? Yeah. So that actually came first and, so the, the acronym whole means uh, uh, wellness, health, opportunity, lifestyle, and education. And so I feel like I feel like those are five areas in life. If I pay attention and maintain those, and then work hard at other times to grow other other parts of those areas, I'll be a, a champion. Uh, I mean, wellness you, again is all mindset and foundation and growth. Uh, Health is taking care of yourself so you have the energy. And then opportunity is just, I mean, like when you DM me last week on Twitter, the opportunity, sometimes people will say, no, I'm busy, yeah. no thanks. I'm like, heck yeah, let's Zoom, let's meet, let's get together. You seize every opportunity you can and you do that by keeping your eyes open at all times. And then lifestyle, why am I pursuing 
my financial business on the side? Why am I still teaching and coaching? You know, why, why am I on podcasts and why do I have a podcast? Because that's the lifestyle I want to live, which is having the freedom and choice to, to do a lot of things I want to do. And at the same time, listen to other people's stories and help them out as well and educate them. And so the E for education, I mean, whether you're in a traditional classroom setting or whether you're older like us, the, the day you stop learning is, yeah. is the day mindset-wise and mentality-wise and life-wise you start dying as far as I'm concerned. So so wellness, health, opportunity, lifestyle, education are the four key components to live my life. And sometimes one of them can just be maintained and on cruise control, right? Like once you get it in the habit of working out every day, I don't have to pay attention to the health. Uh, you know, in the wintertime in the Northeast, the wellness stuff comes into play a lot because we have the, all the seasonal depressions of the of the five months of gray yeah. <laughs> where we never see the sun. Uh, so in the wintertime, I pay more attention to that stuff, right? Oh, nice. So they're not all necessarily equal percentages, but sometimes you have to pay more attention to one aspect versus another. Damn, and if that's... I do that with a good mindset, I feel I live a whole champion life. Oh, nice. That's, that's pretty powerful. You know, just, thank you. Um, I mean, starting off wellness and awareness, I mean, th that feels like that's the, the starting point, you know, without wellness, you know, you, you can't have any of the other or health. Well, I guess health also, you, those are critical factors in doing anything else that you want to do. And so taking care of yourself. You know, it's funny you say that because when I, I share this with a couple people, they think I should change the W to wealth. Uh. And I don't think, I mean, wealth to me is so subjective why somebody yeah. could have $2 million and be bankrupt someday exactly. and why somebody could have a 401k and minimum wage job and be fine. Yeah. But I agree with you, the wealth and the health is almost tied with it. But the wellness, yeah. I mean, that's the core and the foundation. If you don't have, yeah. uh, if you don't take care of your wellness and you don't take care of your health, what's the point of all the yeah. rest, right? Yeah, exactly. And those are critical because you know, that's how we function, how we operate, how we, you know, that allows us to do the things we want to do. And so taking care of ourselves and understanding, becoming more aware of ourselves, I think is a, is an important starting point. Um, yeah. So I think this is like, I mean, that can definitely be a guiding light for you for all of us to, you know, to perform at our best or, and, you know, to be um, present in our lives instead of, big, you know, cruise control. And so I think this is a great way to uh, consistently. So on my, my Twitter page, I have a, a website that says coachrich.card. Yeah. And I, I, during COVID, I tried writing all this down as best I could. So if you click on that link, you can get my whole championship mindset guide. It's free. You can get my mindset identifier. It's free. Uh, I, for what it's worth, if it can help somebody, great. I mean, I use it. It's not going to change how I do things. But I, I had a couple guest authors uh, in the whole championship mindset talking about what each category meant to them. And, oh, nice. And people like it to read it. I, I, I'm sorry for the shameless self-promotion. No, it's, no. it's free. Yeah. But, but I thought I'd just throw that out there if anybody wants to look at those guides. It, they cost nothing. I just have them out there for them. So. No, no, I think it's uh, it's great. And, and thank you for sharing it. And thank you for um, offering it for free. It, 
you know, you almost can't put a price on wellness and health and, you know, think this mindset. So, um, I mean, I really appreciate you. Well, thank you. And, and you know, I, I'm a big fan of what goes around comes around. Like if, if you're not trying to monetize everything in life, I'm not yeah. saying that's the greatest business model, right. To give things away. <laughs> but, but I feel, I feel when you don't need that. I mean, I have my yeah. job, I have my things I do. I, I love what I do. Yeah. Uh, I'll, it, it, the return will come to me in some way, shape or form in some other way. I really believe that. That's a great, um, way to think about it and uh, i've started thinking lines and it's you know the i think the word is the abundance mindset is you know there's abundance within us there's abundance of uh opportunities out there you know we're not you know hoarding things we're not uh, hoarding information we're not hoarding anything because like you said what goes around comes around what you share the more you share the more it comes back to you i didn't i couldn't uh, understand that concept like you know the more you give the more you get back and there's no guarantee but it's a shift in mindset uh, you know be a better person be a better parent be a better team member because you're not always trying to you know focus on one um so yeah i think uh, that is like is another big area that we, we can explore and you know help and uh, so you you also talked about identify, adapt, adjust, move, and move. You know, you, you once you've looked at an area that you need to improve, I guess that's a good framework to apply: is to identify, adapt, adjust, move forward. Can you talk about that? Yeah. So you know, identifying your own mindset or the mindset of others, whether it's permanent or temporary. I mean, that's super important. You you have you have to know where you stand. And then adapting, uh, sometimes it's something I can control. Uh, sometimes, like when I gave the example of the basketball game, sometimes it's something I can't control, which is the actions of an official, right? Everybody's yeah. trying their best. So you identify it, you adapt, and then you have to move forward. Uh, I heard recently, right, there's no stagnation. You either move forward or you move backwards. <laughs> so you, you might as well move forward. And yeah. if it means letting go of something, that's fine. If it means releasing that valve for a couple minutes and venting, that's okay. If, if it means, uh, changing where you are in the quadrant, that's okay. But you, you, you can't, you can't just keep thinking about something that's not going to happen. So you identify it, you adapt, whether you can control it or not, and then you just move on easier said than done. I'm not going to lie to you, but, but again, that's, that's why I have that on the, the, the chart and that's why I look at that every day because <sighs> I think uh, you, you mentioned uh, you know being able to vent and get it, get it out of our system and you know there's, there's different ways that you can either you know you can do some journaling you can talk to people you can vent you can uh, go for a run to clear your head or go for a walk so those things are crucial because you can't just always perform at your best you, you there, there's there's going to be moments where you know you're not your best and so having to um to manage these emotions and feelings and thoughts i think is is crucial and it becomes a healthy choice yeah. you have you have to have a release valve yeah yeah that's um now we're uh at, 
at the point where we do a, a listener challenge where I ask share uh, share a challenge with the listeners to help them take action on the things we've talked about. And uh, I'm really uh, curious to learn what you have for us. Yeah, uh, I would say spend a day uh, on anything and not 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 judging other people, but literally just when you interact with other people, understand if they're being toxic, if they're a whiner, if they're a dreamer, if they're a champion. And I mean, you don't have to physically write it down, but just take note of of who you're surrounding yourself with each day. And you could do that in a day, a two, three days. And now you have to ask yourself is, is, are these the people I want to be around? Can I control it? Maybe it's my family. Yeah. Uh, and then you can move on from there, but it's almost like when people are trying to figure out a diet for themselves, they do a food journal, right? And you, you write down all the foods and how they react to your body and how you feel afterwards. You almost could do that with everybody you come in contact with and and then move on from there. Do I need to change something? Or or maybe it's me. If, sure. if you're listening to this and trying it, <clears throat> it's probably not you. But just <laughs> see in a day, is your, is your environment really that bad? Is your life really that bad? Or are things a lot better than you, you think? You just don't ever uh, take time to be grateful for it all. Does that make sense? Was that clear enough? Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I think... So- so take the days to, you know, to look at where either you are or where the people around you are in, in that quadrant. And so then you have that to make, uh, you need to make any adjustments where in your, um, in your interactions to, to be able to move forward. And so the goal is to, you know, move into that champion quadrant. Um, so, um, how can, uh, listeners learn more about you and the whole champion mindset? Well, my, my biggest social media presence is, is Twitter, uh, Rich. Uh, on that page, I do a landing page. It's called uh, thecoachrich.co. Uh, professionally, I, I, I use LinkedIn. And yeah, I mean, those are the, those are the two main ways people it, then it will spawn. All this plays into that. So I really appreciate you coming uh, and using um uh, framework and uh, you know your whole champion mindset something we can apply right now so i really appreciate you sharing with us well thank you for having me on i appreciate the opportunity all right i hope you enjoyed the conversation with paul richmond i know i did i really liked the champion and the whole acronyms because those are things to keep in mind as we're going throughout our day as we're interacting with people to see how we're showing up and who we're surrounding ourselves with because that plays a big role in how we uh, approach life. You know, our own mindsets um, are affected by the people around us. So making sure that we're, um, we're, you know, in the company of people who are champions and they can, uh, they help us achieve our potential instead of, you know, being around people who are toxic or maybe they're just dreamers and we just never get started and we can, we're always struggling. So this is a good uh, framework to, to have handy and I'll add uh, a download in the show notes so that you can uh, also download it and uh, print it out and use it throughout your day.
So thanks again for listening. Uh, before we go, if you enjoy this podcast, please take a moment to go on to Apple Podcasts and uh, rate and review it and so that other people may find it. And if you have any feedback for Paul or for myself, any thoughts, you know, if you try out his listener challenge, please let us know how it went. We would love to hear uh, what your experience is so that we can adjust um, our uh, approach and even understand, you know, just how uh, is this being used out uh, um, by other people. So, uh, yeah. So thank you so much again for listening. I hope you have a wonderful week, wonderful rest of your week. And until next time, stay strong. (laughs) 